Hey, how's it going? It's Friday. That's Friday, September 10th, 2021. Friday, September 10th, 2021. Uh, Tomorrow is the 20-year anniversary of the 9-11 attack uh, when the... uh, the towers went down, a plane went into the uh, Pentagon, and a plane went down in Pennsylvania. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google political, uh, political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate I truly appreciate you. You're such a good person for coming uh, every day, and, and it's really nice of you. Uh, if you can, bring someone with you uh, today or, or this weekend. Uh, tell a Republican you're, that they're going to really hate me. But in all honesty, sometimes Democrats hate me uh, because I call them out too. Uh, tweet to me your questions or insights or fights at Cyberclops. Uh, I realize this t- some of these Twitter wars that, that I get with people, it's people that don't have any followers. They're they're just. I think they're people that are just paid like minimum wage to argue with me, and they just create the account for that or something. I don't know. That's got to be it. Anyway, tweet to me questions, insights, or fights, or come school me on something. Tell me about it at Cyberclops C Y B E R C L O P S. U.S. Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland announced that the Justice Department. Uh, uh, a, a new Justice Department lawsuit against Texas filed in federal court over there in Texas. Um, during a press conference yesterday afternoon saying that the act is clearly unconstitutional under long-standing Supreme Court precedent. You know, I, I'm actually unsure how the lawsuit uh, uh, works. You're supposed to sue enforcers of the law, and that would be the people who file. But I guess the AG of the U.S. would know better than me, right? Uh, The Department of Justice's complaint says that uh, Texas enacted uh, SB 8 in open defiance of the Constitution, pointing out that the statute prohibits not only most uh, pre-viability abortions, even in cases of rape, sexual abuse, or incest, but also any effort to aid or indeed any uh, intent to aid the doctors who provide pre-viability abortions or the women who exercise their right to seek one. But the law doesn't prohibit anything. It allows something. It allows somebody to sue for somebody doing it. It doesn't prohibit it. The issue is, if the court allows this law That opens up all sorts of weird legislation. Uh, Okay, here in California, I'm going to go to my assembly person. I'm going to say, hey, I want you to make a law so I can sue anybody who stops someone from, uh, who uh, attempts to or stops someone from uh, getting an abortion. Anywhere. I want to be able to do it. Why not? You see what would happen if you allowed this law? Anyway, nothing that the state's unprecedented uh, uh, scheme, uh, I'm sorry, noting 
this is still uh, the Justice Department, noting that the state's unprecedented scheme enabling anti-choice vigilantes to enforce the law is clearly intended to make SB 8 harder to challenge in court. The suit says that it takes little imagination to discern Texas's goal to make it too risky for an abortion clinic to operate in the state, thereby preventing women throughout Texas from exercising their constitutional rights while simultaneously uh, thwarting judicial review. And by the way, this isn't, this law isn't against rich people because they can just hop on a plane and get their abortion anywhere they want. This only affects the poor who can't even afford bus fare. Uh, The U.S. government, the complaint continues, has the authority and responsibility to ensure that Texas cannot evade its obligations under the Constitution and deprive individuals of their constitutional rights by adopting a statutory scheme designed specifically to evade traditional mechanism of federal judicial review. Calling it a scheme. That's that's, that's good. I like it. Uh, The government also brings this suit to protect other federal interests that SB 8 unconstitutionally impairs. Uh, The suit adds, explaining the Texas statute conflicts with U.S. law by purporting to prohibit federal agencies from carrying out their responsibilities under federal law related to abortion services. In other words, the government is saying they can't make the law because it stops them from doing their job. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Hopefully, hopefully this this will go somewhere. Uh, I know there's a a big fight coming up. and, And please, there is no reason to vote Republican. See what happened to the court? See what happened to the court when you voted for that piece of crap, Donald Trump? I didn't like Hillary either, but there was no way I was going to vote for Trump. Three justices he got. Three of them. Because you people decided not to show up and vote. Moving on. Uh, Biden spoke with China uh, President Xi uh, Jinping last night. Uh, relations between, of course, you know, between the uh, China and the United States have remained tense in recent months, you might say, particularly in, uh, you know, cyberspace with the U.S. having uh, accused China of widespread malfeasance, including a massive hack of Microsoft's email system and other ransomware attacks, just like Russia. <clears throat> Russia, China, Russia, China. And let's not forget uh, um, Taiwan. Oh, and Uh, Afghanistan. Oh, and, uh, you know, Japan. Uh, On the topic of Afghanistan and the Taliban, uh, officials said the administration did not expect Biden to make a particular ask, quote, particular ask, of China. Uh, And following the call, the official would only say uh, the leaders talked about, quote, global events. I'm sure we'll find out exactly what was talked about someday. A Category 5 typhoon named uh, uh, Shantou, speaking of Taiwan, uh, named Shantou is about to hit Taiwan in just a few hours, and Biden needs to immediately organize aid for that country, for Taiwan. This is really bad. China could take this opportunity to sweep in. The storm, which currently features maximum sustained winds of 165 miles per hour, making it a fearsome 
Category 5 uh, and will cause significant damage. There is some thought that it may lower to a Category 4 by the time it hits landfall. It doesn't matter. I mean, what's the difference? 10-mile-an-hour winds? couple-mile-an-hour winds? <sighs> According to NOAA, uh, National o- uh, Oceanographic Atmospheric Administration, is that it? Did I get it right that time? Uh, according to NOAA, meteorologist Sam Lilo, only five previous storms on record have jumped from a depression to a Category 5 equivalent in such a short time period of only two days. Ain't that something. Uh, rapid intensif- intensification is becoming more common due to... Yeah, you said it. Global warming... Now, if you remember way back when, you and I talked about this insane anti-protest protest bill in Florida. A federal judge in Florida blocked enforcement of the anti-riot law that uh, the state enacted in the wake of last year's racial justice protest, calling it an overbroad and un- unconstitutional. I, I remember, and then uh, when they had a bunch of whites protesting something, nobody showed up. Nobody cared. They didn't do anything. As soon as one black shows up, uh-oh! Look out! (laughs) Uh, U.S. District uh, Judge Mark E. Walker granted a preliminary injunction preventing enforcement of the law, which was passed by the Republican-controlled legislature and signed by Governor Ron DeSantis, the guy who's going to run for president. That's so hilarious. Uh, Even Floridians don't like him. The bill, HB1, defines a riot in a way that Walker said is vague and could be used to assault constitutionally protected free speech. Walker wrote, If this court does not enjoin the statute's enforcement, the lawless actions of a few rogue individuals could effectively criminalize the protected speech of hundreds, if not thousands, of law-abiding Floridians. He clarified, This violates the First Amendment. The bill was proposed and passed after last summer's protest. And we said that. We said that way back when, that it violated the First Amendment. Remember? Uh, The bill was uh, proposed and passed after last summer's protest across the country following the death of George Floyd, who was murdered by Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, if you remember that. Moving on, Joe Biden is tired of waiting Uh, He's having to turn into a hard ass, I guess. Uh, Biden yesterday announced new vaccine requirements affecting tens of millions of workers in the U.S. One of the sweeping new rules, which uh, Biden unveiled during a speech laying out his administration's plan to contain the pandemic, stipulates that all employers with more than 100 workers require their employees to be fully inoculated against COVID-19 or face weekly testing. The move will impact roughly 80 million individuals. Uh, The president said, my message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The the vaccine is FDA approved uh, for uh, adults. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient. But our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us 
Uh, AP noted the requirement for large companies to mandate vaccinations or weekly testing for employees will be enacted through a forthcoming rule from the Occupational Safety and Health Administration uh, that carries penalties of $14,000 per violation. Didn't even say up to $14,000, just says $14,000. The rule would also require that large companies provide paid time off for vaccinations in addition, the approximately 17 million people who work at healthcare facilities that accept Medicare or Medicaid funding must get vaccinated. Several million more workers will be covered by a new vaccine mandate that requires employees of the executive branch as well as contractors who work with the federal government to be vaccinated with no option for avoidance through regular testing. Uh, if you can imagine, Republicans are livid and already threatening legal action against Biden's uh, new vaccine requirements. Uh, And speaking of vaccines and requirements, the Los Angeles Unified School District voted yesterday to become the first school district in the U.S. to require the COVID vaccine for children 12 and over. Uh, Children involved in extracurricular uh, activities must be vaccinated by October 31st and all others by December 19th. This means most students will need to get their vaccination done before school starts in January, which likely means that you'd have to get at least their first dose by uh, December 19th. Uh, There is a question whether they can do it because though the vaccine has regular FDA approval, For children 12 and up, it is still under emergency use authorization. They haven't gotten final authorization for that age group. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll go through, but there will be some uh, lawsuits. Wednesday, the third-ranking Democrat in the House of Representatives, Jim Clyburn, Clyburn, said that uh, the $3.5 trillion was not the floor, but rather the ceiling for the emerging budget uh, reconciliation package. Oops! No, it's not! (laughs) That's what happens when you get old. You forget what's actually going on. His statement puts him firmly at odds with many members of his own party, uh, including Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, Representative uh, Premier Jayapal, from uh, Washington, state of Washington, and other prominent progressive have have publicly made clear that 3.5 trillion is already a compromise, and that they will not approve of anything less. By the way, I, I just I need to clarify this. Many don't understand and may believe it's too much. So let me ask you this: the yearly budget for the Pentagon is about 750 billion dollars. billion budget for the Pentagon, right? What would you say if I said, okay, let's make this uh, reconciliation package. Let's make it less than half that, half of the Pentagon budget. So let's say $350 billion instead of $3.5 trillion. Does that sound better? Does it? Guess what? That's what it is. This isn't $3.5 trillion for this year. This is $3.5 trillion over 10 years. That's $350 billion. That's half the Pentagon budget every year. Now suddenly the amount sounds like it's not really enough, right? Seriously, it's like 46% of the Pentagon budget. And the Pentagon budget is going to grow in the next 10 years. 
So don't tell me it's too much. That's ridiculous. That's, that's, that's just plain silly. Over 10 years? That's nothing. I mean, in one year, uh, uh, the, the uh, in, what was it, 2017? Republicans added $1.7 trillion to pay for tax cuts for the rich. Really? You think this is too much? Uh, anyway, it is time to call out Dems. The Friday flaming bag of crap came early yesterday. Uh, don't forget to watch out for it. There could be other fl- flaming bags of crap. We'll see. Uh, Biden selected Willie L. Phillips Jr. for a key federal energy post. Uh, given the raging climate emergency and the nominee's record both in government and as a private attorney, you can imagine people were not happy. Um, the White House statement announced Phillips' nomination to the Federal Energy Regulation Commission, the FERC, which regulates the interstate transmission of electricity, gas, and oil, and reviews proposals for building certain energy infrastructure. i got to remember to send this guy a letter if he ends up uh, being approved. The FERC has previously been accused of being a rubber stamp for the fossil fuel industry. You don't even have to research anything to know this. Just look at Twitter. Neil Chatterjee, a Republican commissioner who left the FERC recently when his term expired, just this past summer, welcomed Biden's move in a tweet calling Phillips a friend and that it would be an honor to have him succeed me and wishing him luck with the Senate confirmation process. So if this guy who rubber-stamped the fossil fuel industry under the Trump administration likes him, you got to question that. By contrast, uh, Food and Water uh, Watch policy director uh, uh, Mitch Jones declared that this is a disappointing selection. Willie Phillips has spent his career working on the side of the oil and gas industry and electric utility giants. So that's who Biden nominated for the FERC. So let them know what you think. Uh, Justice Stephen Breyer, by the way, has something to say about SCROTUS. Now, if you remember, there's SCOTUS and then there's SCROTUS. SCOTUS is the Supreme Court of the United States. SCROTUS is the Supreme Court Republicans of the United States. So he had something to say about SCROTUS. The U.S. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer called the high court's refusal to block the controversial Texas law that bars abortions at six weeks, quote, very, very, very wrong. Then he said, I will add one more very. I'm not kidding. He really said that. Uh, He told NPR that the Texas case should not have been decided on an emergency basis, but said, we'll see what happens in that area when we get a substantive matter, substantive matter in front of us in the future. So I guess he's looking forward to ruling on it. Hey, one of my favorites, the Ignobles are out. Now, you know what the Nobel Prize is, right? The Ignobles uh, honor unusual leaps in science. Now, this is all real science, and some of it is really, really important. It's just that they go about um, 
doing the science in weird ways to find it, it's just it's a it's a uh, they test for something and um, and and they uh, the way the scientists do it is just odd. So they call them ignobles. And this was uh, originally a publicity stunt, but it's grown since then. It's just really, it's great every year. Anyway, the ignobles are out. A team of researchers behind an experiment that involved hanging rhinoceroses upside down. You know what the rhinoceros weighs? Hanging rhinoceroses upside down, suspended in the air by their feet, has been awarded the ignoble prize. The winning team of researchers from uh, Namibia, South Africa, Tanzania, Zimbabwe, Brazil, the UK, and the USA were attempting to see whether rhinos could be more safely transported when airlifted if they were suspended upside down. The team sedated 12 black rhinoceroses in Namibia using aerial darts, bound their legs, and suspended them. They then measured their biomarkers for respiration and ventilation, While the research method may sound bizarre, the findings of the experiment had important implications for conservation efforts. Rhinos rhinos are often moved, uh, usually by road, but sometimes by the air, uh, around different parts of the African savanna to ensure uh, the species has a diverse gene pool. They move them different ways, but until now, little was known about which transportation method was better for the rhino's well-being. The rhinos were found to have higher blood oxygen levels when suspended upside down. So, win-win for the rhinoceros and for the environment. Uh, Among the other scientists honored this year was a group of researchers who looked into the bacteria that live on discarded chewing gum on sidewalks and researchers who discovered orgasms can clear nasal congestions in humans. I mean, everybody should know uh, about that anyway. It's good that they tested it, but the the um, uh, the 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 nasal canal is surrounded by tissue that is the same type of tissue that um, is in the genital area. We'll we'll say it that way. It's the same type of tissue. Uh, so if an orgasm clears your nasal passage, it sort of makes sense. Uh, last year, <clears throat> the Ig Nobel Prize was given to a team of Austrian and Japanese scientists who put an alligator in a helium-filled box and made it make noises. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! <laughs> okay, that's it. I have to go uh, clear my nasal passages. Um, thanks for listening. Friday, September 10th, 2021. I really appreciate you. Friday, September 10th, 2021. Yeah, that's right. I really appreciate you. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Man, do I appreciate you. Uh, anyway, if you Google that, I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, Political Views TV podcast, those exact four words. Bring someone with you tomorrow if you can. Hey, I did it in under 24 minutes. Uh, tweet to me your questions, insights, or fights, or school me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. 
I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. <laughs> ah, man, I had to do something about that.